This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, May 3rd, 2015. Going viral, telling her story. Good morning, Connection Church. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? God, thank you. Thank you for this gorgeous day that you've given us. A day full of opportunities. Open us up to those opportunities once we leave. But right now, help us center in, remove any distractions, and just help us focus on the message that you would have for each one of us, and it might be a different message for every one of us here. So we thank you for today, and we give it to you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Connection Church, we have been going viral. This is week four of going viral. We're going viral with the good news of Jesus Christ. He is Lord. He is on the throne. He is the one who makes every bit of difference in our lives. So why are we sharing this message going viral? Why are we supposed to do that? Quite simply, because Jesus said so. Jesus said so. Way back in week one of going viral, we shared the Great Commission and talked about that. It's up on the screen. Let's say it together. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Those are our marching orders. Go, make, teach, obey. The good news is just too good to keep to ourselves. Good news being what Christ has done for our lives. The difference that Jesus makes. Jesus is counting on us to go public with the good news not keep it here in these nice safe little walls of connection but go public if you've missed any of the messages leading up the going viral series go to justshowup.church and look for the podcast and you will be able to catch up and get each one in fact all of our podcasts are on there so it's a great tool to have okay so going viral we've been talking about inviting others Take a look. Well, I think the first time we hung out was actually at a movie at the church. (laughs) And that was so much fun. And I was like, you know, this is really cool. Now I decided to invite Katie to youth group after I brought her to a small group, like get together on Friday night. And I know she said she like really liked it. So I decided that she would really like youth group. And um, so, one of those Sundays, I brought her, and she really liked it. We had fun. Um, she asked me, I don't know, a couple times, not too many. I, I used to go to the church, um, but I stopped for a while. My parents were moving around trying to figure stuff out, but I went to the small group, and I was like, wow, I really like these people. You know, they're, they're, um, they're good people, and uh, they make you feel welcome pretty easily. So I was like to my parents, I was like, you know, Carlin has been asking me a couple times, why don't we just try out, go to the church service, see how we like it again. And, you know, I felt like I was at home again. I 
noticed that Chrysalis was coming up and I really wanted Katie to come because I knew it would be a really good experience for the both of us and it really got us really close with God and Jesus and everything and um, it was just a wonderful experience yeah, for the both of us. Definitely. And Chrysalis was an awesome experience because I got saved um, like last July and I didn't really know what to do. I, I got saved but I was like, you know, what am I supposed to do now? What am I going to do to like grow my faith? So when she asked me, I was like, well, you know, I, I've been interested in um, having a stronger relationship with God and with Jesus and so I was like, eh, why not, you know? I went and honestly, it's, it's something that I will remember for my entire life because of the fact that I met so many great people that I have, including, you know, I got closer to Carlin as well, but um, the relationships that I built with people, like our life, our lifelong. Yeah, and also the relationship that I built with God in just, in just three days is honestly amazing. So I'm glad that she invited me. Like, I'm super happy. Now, I, I just feel like, I feel like a stronger, better person, honestly. I've been open to inviting more people to come in. I know when I was younger, I always wanted like my friends from school to come, and I was always like, hey, why don't you come to my youth group? It's really fun, and you would really enjoy it. I remember inviting one of my friends, and it was a good time, but she wasn't able to come anymore. And I was like, it's okay, because whatever works out, it's God's plan. I pretty happy that I'm able to invite people to come and enjoy church with me and just get closer to God so they can experience it. I want to be just like them. They are so beautiful. So, Carlin, awesome job. You are an awesome kid beautiful inside and out as well as Actually, Katie. the better part than this was I liked actually where you just said, you know, I just say to them, hey, why don't you come to youth group? It's fun, you know? Hey, y'all, just say, why don't you come to church wing? It's fun. You'll enjoy it, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Well, today awesome. we have been talking about inviting. Today we're going to take it a bit further. We're Hold going... What did Step I over, you're making me nervous, going to slip on that. I might. <coughs> Thank you. But I got my doc right here. He can take care of me, right? Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. So, all right. So today we're going to take this a little farther. We're going to talk about not only inviting someone to church, but taking that next step, sharing our story so that others might see Christ and claim Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. We talked in one of our messages about planting seeds in good soil. When we uh, preached about the parable of the sower, the good soils are Fran network, friends, relatives, acquaintances, neighbors, to be able to share our story and invitations with them. Mike Osmond talked about just being yourself as you share your story. One thing that's really important to keep in mind as we share our story, and that is the KISS principle. Keep it short and simple. Less is more. The main thing is change and transformation. And as a result of the change and transformation, we become uh, connected to Jesus Christ 
And that's what we would pray for those who we share our story with. Mm. It's a great story in the Bible. I, I think we've shared it before, but it, it fits so well here. It's about a guy who was born blind, blind from birth, and, um, and, and Jesus healed him. Of course, Jesus did it on the Sabbath, and so the religious leaders got all upset because he did it on the holy day. Uh, and in addition, they were just trying to undermine Jesus anyway, or trying to find anything they could to, to hammer him. And, and so they, they went to the guy who was blind and now had his sight, and they just peppered him with questions, trying to somehow prove that it wasn't Jesus, that it, some other way he got his sight. And, and he couldn't tell them what they wanted because he knew it was Jesus that had done it. And so finally, he, he basically just says, look, I, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. All I know is this. I know one thing. I was blind. Say it. Now I see. I was blind, and now I can see. Right, so in other words, we have life before Jesus and life after Jesus. This is how I was. This is how I am. This is what I did. And this is what I'm going to do, or what Christ has done. The before, the after. Who I was before Jesus, who I am after I accept the relationship with Jesus. And so many of you may have an opportunity, we pray, to share your story with someone else. God will open those doors for you. And over the last couple years, we've heard many of you say, well, I don't know how to share my story and to lead somebody to Christ. So today, we're going to let you know how to do it so you can be bold and courageous in your faith. We encourage you, as you're formulating your before and your after story, to do it in a short period of time. Now, we're saying three minutes. That's really short. But the gist of all that is that it shouldn't be all about our story, but it needs to be brief enough and simple enough to help be a catalyst to help others see Christ and want to know more. Da-da-da. Okay, so three minutes. Okay, well, um, um, first of all, i got to tell you, I'm jealous. I'm very jealous of people who... Well, I'm not very jealous of people who have an exact day, hour, and minute in which Jesus entered their life and things changed. Do you know what I'm saying? He's saying, it was there, boom, 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 because I can't do that. When I look back, I've, I've known Jesus all my life. Now, I've gotten closer as the years gone by, but I've known Jesus all my life. I cannot give you the exact hour, day, and time when I fell in love with Jesus and my life changed. Just like I can't tell you the hour, day, and time moment where I fell in love with my wife and my life changed but in both cases we've had an ongoing relationship that got ever deeper and ever deeper and my life has changed brownie points <laughs> just like we're going to talk about with sin that we use up our brownie points real quick you know and so do I and that just took up 30 seconds thank yeah. you but anyway take 30 seconds off the clock there anyway I do know that I've had defining moments where I say yeah, boy, my life is a little more different because of Jesus here, here, and here. And I'll, I'll give you one of the most significant defining moments. I think it was late 94 or early 95. I, I had felt called into ministry. And um, 
The Methodist Church has a system whereby you work with a mentor and he kind of walks you through and you read stuff, scripture, and you really discern what the call to ministry looks like. And, and I was feeling more and more that it was a call to what I'm doing now. I was on the fast trap. I was going double time because I had to get done in order to go to this licensing school if I was going to do it. So we, we get through the program, and, and he said, Earl was his name. He says, okay, Alan, you got a decision to make. Well, all of a sudden, the fast track, whoa, man, this is, this all of a sudden is very serious, isn't it? Because all of a sudden, I, I'm, I'm in a job where I'm in commission sales and we're making pretty good money. We, we're in a beautiful home, drove decent cars, won trips to really nice places, and, and, that, and uh, you know, that was going to be my career. That was, I was in the retirement plan. That's where it was going to go. And while well, this was going to look a whole lot different, a whole lot different. The money was going to be about a third of what I was making, a fourth of what my best was in sales, one-fourth. Think about voluntarily taking a three-quarters pay cut. And then just light, and so needed to pray about it. So I went home, and with a wife and four children, it was very unusual because the house was quiet. Nobody was there, faint and fall out, but God arranged that. And so uh, the guy across the street who'd recently come to Christ said, you know what I do when I'm looking for an I open the Bible and it speaks to me. If it doesn't, I turn till it does. Well, I'd opened it a million times and never spoken to me, but I thought, ah, I'll give it a try. So I opened the Bible, opened it to Matthew 5. The Beatitudes, we covered that a couple months ago. And the first Beatitude, blessed are the poor in spirit. I should have stopped right at blessed are the poor because that's where I was heading. <laughs> but it really didn't speak to me, so I turned back a page to Matthew 4. Matthew 4 is where Jesus goes to the beach and he goes to Peter and his brother Andrew who are fishing and he says, um, why don't you give up those nets and, and come follow me and start fishing for people, he said. Scripture says, immediately, that's the key word there, immediately they dropped their nets and followed him. Wow. That was screaming at me. So I closed the Bible and said, okay, Lord, here I am. I'm yours. So even though I don't know the exact moment I first said, um, Jesus, come into my life, that's the moment where I said, I'm all in. Life before Jesus focused on Alan's wants and needs how to make the most money, prizes, accolades. After Jesus, other people, God's kingdom, connecting people with Jesus and the life that he offers. That's my story. Our purpose for sharing that is an example. You know, there's a whole lot in between those lines, but to try to give a, uh, a place where you can tangibly say, I was here, and because of Jesus, now I'm here. And as we share our story, it really becomes his story. Alan's story is Jesus' story. Your story becomes Christ's story. And for us to help others uh, walk that journey 
to that moment or realization, which is what it was for us, or realization that Jesus is ultimate, our ultimate Lord, we have given you a tool. You've been asking, how do I do this? We're going to walk through it today. There's a little track in your program. Don't open it up. If this is what you've got, uh, great. You might have a little booklet. Who does not have either a booklet or one of these? Okay, Allison in the middle. We've got Debbie, Heather. We've got people all over the place that don't have these. Okay, no booklets yet. It's awesome. Gary, yeah, up front. We'll get some more. There's some more up here. We got it. We're going to go get more booklets. Okay, right. now you're doing the booklets. That's all. We've given out so many of these today. It's awesome. Right. And, uh, yep, over here, Dan. Actually, I've got one more of these that's, uh, that we can give out. Yeah, how about... Gary and Stephanie over here. We've got over here. There's some over here, Bruce, if you and back there. Jessica needs one right here. Okay. All right. We're getting more. This is awesome. Booklets you can use as a fan. Mm -hmm. All right, well, so I'll be doing booklet and the fan. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Everybody got a track in your hand. Okay. Now, those of you who have this kind, I'm going to walk you through it. Those of you who have the other kind, you flip the pages. It'll say step by step right in the pages there. All right. So here is the, uh, it's called Steps to Peace with God. You're right. Right. Steps to Peace with God. Step one. You don't have to do anything. Just look at the front. Steps to Peace with God. God loves you and has a purpose for your life. As we said in week one of this series, God loves each and every one of you. Turn to the person next to you and say, God loves you. No, no, you got to point your finger at him. God loves you. Yeah, I love yeah. you. God loves you. Every single person matters to God. Turn to him and say, you matter to God. You matter to God. Amen. You matter to God. And since we all matter to God, God wants each and every one of us to know that God loves us and to know that we, the experience of the peace and the abundant and eternal life that comes with that love of God, so much so that God was willing to sacrifice his one and only son, as you can read it right there, real fine print there, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave, say it with me, his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Have what? Can't hear you. Amen. Jesus himself then tells us in John 10, 10, he did, we're not going to read, I'm just going to tell you, he, he came to give us life and give it more abundantly, abundantly. 
experience life like we've never experienced it before. Okay, so we're going to go to step two. If you have the booklet, open it two pages, you'll see step two in the left-hand upper corner. If you have this booklet, follow, follow me because I had a lot of trouble with this. We're just going to open it up like this, like open, open the doors. up doors. Open the front doors, see all okay. the, no. There's a picture up on the screen. You see, Connection Church, sin separates us from God. How do, do we automatically get this abundant life of peace and that God has planned for us? Well, no, not automatic, because sin has separated us from God. God did not make us robots. We have free will. That's how we're designed. We have a choice, and we often choose poorly. And when we choose poorly, that takes us right down that sin path. When we choose to go our way instead of God's way, that's another sin path we go down. Isn't that crazy? Isn't it crazy what we do? We choose sin and separation. We, on our own, we voluntarily choose to separate from this awesome life that God offers to us so that we can go our own way, far from God, not living the abundant life that God has to offer. But that's what we do. Romans 3.23, it says it right there. It shares it with us. Say it with me. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. If you're thinking, oh, I'm different. No, Scripture says all. That means all us all. <laughs> if you're, if you have this, stick with me on the blue thing, origami thing. If you have this, you <laughs> that's need what to, we're calling this, the blue you origami. You need to flip thing. one more page where it says our attempts to reach God. So now we're all on the same page. You see, our poor choices result in this separation, and it causes that chasm, or however you say that, that division, that big gap. Chasm. We're on one side, and God is on the other side. Here's why there's this gap. Because God is perfect and holy and other than us. We, we aren't God. So it's us, and then it's God. Mm. And so we try to bridge that sin gap, called a sin gap, ourselves, and it says on your little thing there, people often try to bridge this gap by doing a lot of good things. So it's, it's sometimes we think we got this, like, like heaven tote board up in the sky, and God's keeping the tote board, and, you know, I get points for all the little goodies I do, you know. I, I, I say something nice to carry five points. I, I help somebody, uh, an older person across the road. 22 points. I, you know, I, I care for my granddaughter. I probably only get one point because I want to do that, you know. Um, you know, all the things, and we think, ah, oh, I'm toting up points, I'm toting up. The problem is, that gap is so big, there's not enough points in the world to get it. The, these are put out by the Billy Grahams. Billy didn't get enough points. Mother Teresa, as wonderful as she, she didn't get enough points to bridge that sin gap because we cannot do it on our own. See, there's nothing we can D-O do to bridge that chasm that separates us by a, a sin from God. But there's something that's already been D-O-N-E done. 
Now we're going to move to step three. If you have the booklet, this is tricky. Turn the page. Up in the left-hand corner, you should see step three. Okay, now, those of you who have this origami thing, I had this to This is practice. a really tricky step there. You gotta instead be, of going you side be on to side, your toes take here. that thing that says sin separates you from God and lift it up ah! and take the bottom thing and it's lift like it down. It's like doors up and down. And it becomes a cross. And what you're going to see on both of these tracks is God's bridge. God's bridge, see that? It is the cross. Has everybody he, got it? He died for you. He died for our sins. He made a way so that, God, we have access to the loving and holy and awesome God. Before Jesus, sins were forgiven through animal sacrifice, and they had to keep sacrificing, keep sacrificing. After Jesus, I mean, Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, giving his one and only life. It's the only sacrifice that's ever needed now. He died for us. Romans 5, 8 tells us, but God demonstrates his love, his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. And so it's not about what we D.O. do that bridges the sin gap between us and God, but it's about what Jesus has already D.O.N.E. done. And this represents, at the cross, you got this cross in your hand, that represents, cross of Jesus then becomes the bridge over that chasm that allows us then to no longer be separated from God. It's Jesus and Jesus alone who offers forgiveness, who can offer reconciliation, in other words, getting back together with God, who offers us that peaceful and abundant life that we talked about a few minutes ago, the peaceful and abundant life that God desires for each and every one of us. Jesus, and Jesus alone, he tells us in Scripture, is the way, the truth, and the life. But just as God didn't create us to be robots, Jesus does not force himself upon us. In Revelation we read, I stand at the door and knock. And if you open and let me in, I'll join you and share a meal. Notice he says, I'm not going to bust the door down in order to be a part of your life. I'm knocking. You got to answer. You got, there's a famous painting with Jesus on one side knocking on the door. There's no handle on his side. It's because the handle's on our side. We got to open the door. He's knocking, knocking, knocking. Jesus won't force himself, but gives us the opportunity to receive, to open the door, to trust him, and to invite him in. When you're talking to somebody about Jesus and you're in that conversation where you could share Christ and that could make an eternal difference in their lives, remember the first step is letting them know that there's a purpose and plan for their life. The second step, admitting that we're a sinner in need of a Savior. The third step, Jesus is the Savior. The cross is the bridge. So now we're going to move Drum to roll. Drum step roll on four. This one. Yeah. Drum hey, roll. if you've got this, just turn the page, and you'll see step four. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you've got this, it's like doors. Open the doors again. Open the doors. Boom. This is what you'll see. Okay. Ah. Cool. 
We need to respond when Jesus is knocking on the door. So our response is trusting Jesus, that Jesus knows what's best for us, that we're not our own little God, but that he is the Savior and the Lord of each one of us and of the universe. Trusting Jesus. Do we trust him enough to receive him, to let him in, to take over our lives? The scripture at the top here um, on the red thing is, and it's also in this, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We're children of God. That is so awesome. The other thing about accepting Christ is that we declare it from our mouth and we believe it in our heart. There's a scripture that goes with that, that tells us about that. Romans 10, 9. That if you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. We have to believe in the resurrection of Christ. Okay? If we believe that, then we will be mm. saved. We will mm. be saved. You know, I have a friend who, you know, we always say saying yes to Jesus. He said for him, it wasn't so much saying yes, it was he stopped saying no. People talked to him about a relationship with Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. And he finally stopped saying no, opened the door, and Jesus came in. Carrie said about uh, you will be saved. Saved from what is the question? Saved from a life here on earth in the day, in the here and now, separated from the abundant life that God promised. Why would we right now, right here today, want anything other than the abundant life that Christ offers, that God offers to us? That's in the here and now, but in the there and then, for eternity, it's saved from eternal separation from God. You know, in Scripture, we, we read about how God is a light. God is the energy. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. When people, you hear people who are uh, like those near-death experience, and they see the light, they see the light, they see the light. Light, 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 light is all, is God, is all about light. Well, if you're separated from God, you don't get light, you get darkness. Have you ever been in the dark? I mean, the pitch black for an extended period of time. Think about eternity. That means never, ever coming out of it. Why would any of us even want to imagine being there or imagine, how could you imagine that for one of your family or your relative or any of those in your friend network? That's just, uh, it's, it's just un, unimaginable, but it's real. That's why we're going viral, Connection Church, because God wants no one to be separated from him. Jesus wants everyone to have abundant life here on earth and in heaven. God wants that relationship through his son, Jesus Christ, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, connecting people with Jesus. This is our mission. That's, that's our yes to God, to the relationship. And the life he offers is our ongoing discipleship, reading the Bible, doing the spiritual discipline, serving God, giving our first fruits to God. And that's what God wants for our lives. We cannot keep it to ourselves. Mm. And so, um, so today, 
We're talking about you going out. I'm reaching out to your friend network and, and sharing your story and sharing Jesus' story, the good news of Jesus, so that that other person then can make it their story. That's what we want, isn't it? For our, our experience with Jesus then to be able to share that so fun that somebody else can make that their experience as well. Before you leave today, we want to make sure that it is your story, though, because you can't share what you don't have. At the end of this book, you just need to turn the page if you've got this, and you'll see, will you receive Jesus Christ right now on that page and how to pray. If you have this, just hang right here on your card. There's a prayer that we see that is a prayer that we can use to help people accept Jesus. It's a model. You can use your own words, but here's something for you, a tool for you to use, an invitation so that Jesus could come into and inviting Jesus into their life, your friend. It's very simple. It's very powerful. It's a great tool to use. Now, perhaps that person is you today. Perhaps it's you. Perhaps you have never said a prayer like this to receive Jesus Christ. Now, when I get up in the morning, I commit, I every day recommit my life to Jesus. So this prayer goes for me too. But we don't want anybody to leave here without giving this, giving this a shot because your life is so important to God and so important to us and Jesus wants no one to be separated. So we're going, nobody's going to get called out, don't worry, don't get squirmy, nothing weird's going to happen. All we're going to do is pray this prayer together, if you so wish. And remember the scripture, we declare from our lips, believe in our heart, and was saved. Life does become different, maybe not in an instant, but in the journey along the way, we realize that Jesus directs our ways instead of us directing. So let's um, say the prayer that's up on the screen together. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins, and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your name, amen. If this is the first time you've said this prayer, then this whole sermon series has been worth it. One more person into the fold, sinners saved by the grace of Jesus Christ. This is also a tool for those of us who have Christ in our hearts already to try to be used by God to share who I was, 
and who I am now because of the love of Jesus Christ. What now? Um, In a few minutes, we're going to share Holy Communion. And during that time, you're invited to bring your card up, if you wish, and, you know, pray on the steps if you've prayed that prayer and just talk to God about that. Or go back in the prayer corner and say, yeah, I did this. I'm really not sure what's going on. Or what? They would love to support you and pray for you about this. Connection Church, we're going viral, and it just doesn't stop today. We're going to be a viral church in the name of Jesus Christ, a viral church spending our time connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, ooh, you know, not sure what you're going to ask us to do, but We know that it's all for you, so help us be ready when it's time, when you present someone to us, whether we're at school or work or home, neighbors, where we now have this tool that we can share how to lead somebody to Christ. And God, we pray. I know there's somebody in here that hasn't accepted Christ as their Savior. God, we pray that they have prayed this prayer and that it's their new birthday, their spiritual birthday. We praise you for that. We give this time to you in Jesus' name. And everybody gathered said, Amen. Amen. Two things. If you did say that prayer for the first time today, make note of what day it is, the date. Then when you're up here sharing, you say, let me tell you the day my life changed. The other thing is, if you said that for the first time, I would, we would strongly encourage you, share that with somebody. Yeah, that's, that's important stuff. Don't keep it to yourself. Share that good news. If you can share it with Carrie May. You can share it with uh, Pastor Lori. You can share it with uh, your friend, a neighbor. Uh, you can share it with someone in your small group. But let them know what's happened in your life. Amen? Amen. You know, this whole going viral, we talked a few weeks ago, how the the disciples, Jesus placed it in their hands to send this thing viral. Those 12 guys, of course, Judas was out because he betrayed Jesus. Another guy, I think it was Matthias, came in. And the, uh, it wasn't just the 12, though. There were many others who were following Jesus. But small group of people, and this thing went, well, it went viral. That's why we're here today. Amen? Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church. Connecting people with Jesus in the light.